Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Christian Club save! Mike Smith! top teams and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Ryan. Denied by Smith who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game. My message today is we're trying to win. One-timer score. Leon Dreisaitl right circle. No risk, no game. And now we're going to have a goalie for action. This is NHL overtime. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. in September of 1991. Uh, both albums ended up going uh, number one overall. And there are certain things that can uh, bring you together. And Guns N' Roses certainly uh, doesn't matter your political views on issues. Uh, they're certainly an illustration of uh, 
of that occurring, and I think that uh, the Tragically Hip in Canada was capable of doing that as well. And uh, and some would say uh, cheering for sports teams can make that happen as well. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce show in store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. We had a lot to get to. We have a game six tonight, Stanley Cup final, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Dallas Stars. Uh, we also have the biggest football game, uh, Monday night football game, maybe over the course of the last two or three years as the Ravens take on the Kansas City Chiefs. That should be a kicker as well. We'll get to uh, tonight's game six coming up. Bunch of Oiler talk all in the first half hour of the show. Also on today's edition of Oilers Now, NHL insider John Shannon at 1235. At 1.05 today, he has uh, just re-signed a one-year extension with the Detroit Red Wings. Two tours of duty with the Edmonton Oilers. Sam Gagne will join us. 120, the executive director of Hockey Helps the Homeless. Great initiative. Ryan Bailey. And at 135 today, the host of Inside Sports, Reed Wilkins. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. You can reach us at any time on a River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. All slot machines, table games now open at the River Cree Poker Room. Also now open at the River Cree. Be sure to try one of their nine dining options, including their brand new Italia. With uh, Thanksgiving dinners uh, coming up at Italia, the Kitchen Restaurant, and Tap 25 Thanksgiving Day specials to occur at the River Cree Resort Casino, Alberta's premier resort destination. Reminder, you can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. You can tweet us at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan at Brendan, Escott Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Brendan, just on Guns and Roses, do you agree with that? Like, it kind of doesn't matter. There's just certain, to me, certain bands uh, that can sort of cross political spectrums, and you can have people to the right and people to the left, and they can agree, you know what, and, and I certainly in the early 1990s, Guns N' Roses was one of those acts. Timeless music. I mean, plenty of people that I I can even remember at high school, you know, kids getting amped up for hockey games or sports events or whatever, listening to Guns N' Roses. So certainly something that transcends generations as well as, I guess, the political spectrum, too. You know, uh, he's no longer with us, but I actually had that conversation on the Oilers plane with Gord Downey about the tragically hip, you know, that we had kids from all over uh, Canada, uh, young adults uh, working in the reforestation industry, and we couldn't agree on a lot. But the one thing we agreed on is everybody liked the tragically hip. Now, some might say uh, there was also a Canadian band that no one liked. You know who that is, right? Uh, I, I've never understood the hate for Nickelback, but uh, then again, I tend not to hate a lot. Uh, just uh, the ongoing uh, adage of uh, pounds over the year. I, I do hate that. Let's get today's top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling, home of the $99 pre-scheduled furnace maintenance. Uh, here we go. We got ourselves a game six tonight. I assert to you that the uh, Dallas Stars should be thanking their lucky stars that they're playing a game six because Tampa Bay has been the better team since game one of that series. We'll head into the Oilers now. Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. John Cooper, head coach of the Dallas Stars, had this to say on finishing off the series. When you are that close, you know, you can sit here and say, you can taste it, but in the end, um, you know, we're still up 3-2 in the series. So, um, and we feel 
pretty decent about our game. Um, so we just, you know, let's bring it tomorrow night and, and see what happens. Stars looked like they were on fumes in that second over first overtime period. Really, I mean, they didn't have a shot for about ten minutes. Uh, their thirty-year-old guys came through. Their mid their mid thirty-year-old guys, Corey Perry. I know Oilers fans uh, don't like him. I get it. Uh, he's been a thorn in their side. He benefited obviously back game five back in twenty seventeen when the. Uh, Anaheim Ducks rallied from a three-goal-to-nothing deficit. Perry's the type of guy you hate to play against, but a guy you'd love to have on your team. Uh, he's, he got the GWG and OT. Joe Pavelski, who's universally loved and respected as a player, has been terrific for Dallas in these playoffs as well. Their head coach, Rick Bonas, had this to say on his approach to uh, the Stars being down 3-2. We didn't. We didn't look at okay. We're down three-one. We looked at it. We can win this game, and we kept the focus on all the details that we have to do better uh, than the games that we lost and we when we did them last night. So when you get in those situations, you can't worry about facing elimination. You have to worry about taking care of the process of winning that game, and we will do the same thing tomorrow. All right, so there you have it. I mean, it's uh, for Bones. It's been a, it's been quite the run, and I think that his maturation and uh, sometimes um, with uh, experience comes wisdom. Uh, not all the times, uh, but sometimes that, that's the case, and it certainly suggests that his tenor has helped Dallas with the ups and downs. I don't think Dallas has been. I mean, if Colorado been healthy. Were they the best team? If if Vegas had a little, you know, Vegas kind of couldn't score, and it got to their heads a bit in Vancouver, and then it parlayed itself into the series against the Stars, and you kind of wonder a bit, you know, about Dallas, how fortuitous, you know, have they been a team of destiny? And when you sit there and watch that game uh, the other night, uh, game five of the series, I was at game four, by the way, uh, on Friday, but game five, watching that game, it was just like you're waiting for Tampa Bay to 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 put the final nail in the coffin and they couldn't get it ultimately done. And it, the fact that even Dallas has gotten to six games, really, at the end of the day, when you think of this, and as an Oilers fan, here's the deal. If you're listening to a show called Oilers Now and you're listening in the, uh, from, uh, let's say, Red Deer North and, 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 and roughly 40% of the people that download the podcast are from outside the province of Alberta, but you probably have an emotional investment in the Edmonton Oilers. And... Um, you know, there's trepidation that comes with that, right? There were some good things that happened this year, but the team did not get through the qualifier. That's frustrating, especially in light of the fact that the team missed the playoffs for 12 out of 13 years. So there's always going to be a, a degree of the show-me state going on when it comes to the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club. But let's not forget, Edmonton was right there basically in the same spot as Dallas when we went to La Paz. The Oilers actually had more points. Stars had marginally a better points percentage. Uh, you know, traditionally, the league had... Uh, arranged the playoffs based on divisional situations and then they moved off that and it went against Edmonton and then the Oilers got a team that I would argue uh, Chicago might have been all wrong for them. I still maintain the fact that Pittsburgh lost to Montreal is a big, even with Carey Price is a bigger upset than the Oilers learn, losing to a Chicago team that still had Jonathan Taze, Patrick Kane, Duncan Keith, guys like that. Uh, the Oilers didn't get stops. We saw what happened last year of Tampa Bay when Vasilevsky had a tough playoff series. If you got a an 860 save percentage it's tough to win um but dallas has been a surprise i mean they were basically sitting there in a four or five hole in the in the 
Western Conference. They were likely to have gotten a healthy Colorado to open up in the playoffs. That was going to be a tough series for them to win. Colorado's a good team uh, that was able to buy themselves a third line, got themselves a second-line center. Uh, obviously, as a guy like McCarr, but at the end of the day, they got injured and banged up when they ended up playing Dallas in the playoffs. Stars were not very good in the round robin for those top four teams. Worked their way into the Calgary series. Um, you know, Edmonton wasn't good enough against Chicago, but as that series went on, started to tilt the ice more and more. Probably should have scored five or six more goals. What it could have, should have, didn't get it done. Conversely, Dallas worked their way up to the point that they rallied against the Flames when they were on the ropes, got past an injury play Colorado. Um, Despite being territorially outplayed by Vegas, they hung around and hung around and, and ultimately prevailed. Were better than Tampa Bay in game number one, have not been better since. But it has uh, nonetheless been very interesting uh, to watch. Game six goes tonight at Rogers Place. We could see the Tampa Bay Lightning winning the Stanley Cup. Braden Point, wonderful story. Years ago, came in uh, to Edmonton in the Brick Tournament. And, you know, when Jay Bomeister came through the Brick Tournament, he was a phenom. He was a big, rangy, athletic, unbelievable skating defenseman. There's a comparable I'll allude to a little bit later on. There was no surprise that Jay would end up being, like, you, you could even see in the Brick Tournament, there's a guy that looks like he's tracking to be an NHL player. Braden Point was five foot three when he was at the Brick Tournament in a time in which uh, there had, too many individuals in hockey focused on size. The Oilers made this mistake in, in draft years 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012, those four years in particular. Too much emphasis in size, and they made some mistakes as a result of it. Um, I'd rather have a five foot nine guy that competes than a six two foot two, six foot three guy that turns away. Anybody that saw Braden Point, all the guys in the Western League, there's several former Alberta Golden Bears who I, I did their games with years ago. They kept on saying, Stoff, this Point guy's a player. He's a big-time player. Well, we've seen that come to fruition. And uh, you're going to see more smaller players. Another exciting guy this year, Seth Jarvis, is a, is a player Edmonton would have to consider at 14. If Anton Lundell falls to 14, they'd have to consider him at 14. Jack Quinn, I don't see him dropping from the Ottawa 67s to 14. Uh, Brennan Gooley. People say, well, why would the Oilers take a defenseman at 14? They've taken Broberg and Bouchard the last two years. You take the best available player, regardless of who you think it is. Peace in uh, Kurt Levin's Cult of Hockey. Uh, he does uh, nine things every Sunday, and he talked about Andreas Athanasiu. It's interesting to see the revisionist history that's taken place here. Let's just, for full disclosure, when that trade occurred, the Edmonton Oilers giving up two number twos for Andreas Athanasiu. Uh, unless uh, Ken Holland was supposed to be in the, the third week of February, a guy capable of uh, uh, understanding science and numbers and where we were going to go with COVID-19 and what it, how it was going to impact the salary cap, unless you expected him to be able to do that when nobody else in professional sport was doing that on February, whatever it was when the trade went down, I think it's a little bit hypercritical to say, well, you know, what a terrible trade. The trade... And the decision to qualify Athanasiu at three million bucks was made under the guise of about an eighty-five to eighty-six million dollar salary cap. Hard decisions get made when the cap gets basically frozen or capped at eighty-one point five million. And it's a reminder uh, out there: things change. And you know what? Saying that at eighty-one point five, there may be players available now that weren't available before that are re going to require hard decisions as well. Time will tell in that regard.
14 players the Oilers have loaned over to Europe. You should recognize uh, with the Swedish Elite League, there is a bit of a form of protectionism occurring. Uh, Those Swedish players can, can play there and then theoretically go to North America. But I don't, if you take a look closely, a lot of the players that are uh, ending up in Sweden right now, North American players with an out clause, those players are not in the top division. And that has a bit to do with the rules. So just keep that as a reminder. The Oilers have uh, three defensemen that are very critical moving forward in the organization. I mentioned Philip Broberg. Skates like Bomeister. That's who he skates like. Jay's had a wonderful career. Uh, people say, well, some people would say, is that all? And other people would say, are you kidding me, Stoffer? You, you think there's a chance Broberg could be as good as Bomeister? I mean, Jay Bomeister was an Olympian on multiple occasions, um, basically paired with Colton Pareko a year ago to help uh, Jordan Bennington roar in and be a true shutdown pairing for the St. Louis Blues. And when Jay went down after suffering the cardiac arrest on the St. Louis bench this season, to me, that started putting the Blues in a bit of a, you know, that was a huge loss because, you know, he's a terrific player and played a lot of tough minutes. And I'm watching Broberg's evolution. He's a very special prospect. That's a given. I might assert to you he's the number one prospect in the Oilers organization. And if he can turn out to be a Bomeister-esque player, that would be awesome for the Oilers. Again, Evan Bouchard for me who's playing not in the top division, but in the second division. Again, North American player with an out clause. Um, If they can get Ryan Pollock out of him, important. Today, Dmitry Samarukov was named uh, top rookie of the week in the KHL. It's the second time that's occurred here. He's another guy that's a a big, thick, hard defender. It's going to be intriguing to watch his growth and development, especially in light of the fact that Bear and Jones have already taken the progressive step and joined the Edmonton Oilers. Ethan Bear is a restricted free agent. Last year, Anthony D'Angelo got $1 in a very similar situation from the New York Rangers. Did not have our rights, nor does Ethan Bear. Now, over the weekend, the Rangers traded Mark Stahl off to the Detroit Red Wings and include a second-round draft choice. They'll use some of that money to sign Anthony D'Angelo to an extension along with Ryan Strom. We got a lot of unknowns right now. Like, that's kind of a given, and everybody gets that, and everybody that's listening is trying to support each other out there, and, you know, we got to stay safe, and we got to stay positive, we got to care about each other. We, we know that. Like, this, these are sort of reoccurring themes. Um, and I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, you know, I know this. They went to a hub city for the playoffs. There was the players have been paid 92% of their money. Uh, I don't know when we're going to get started up again in 2020, 2021. I don't know when the border opens up either. But because we're not sure what's going to happen with the border, I got an idea. That idea is that maybe Edmonton, Calgary, and Vancouver should consider, if the border does not open up, relocating the American Hockey League franchises into Ontario for this upcoming season. So let's just say we get back to playing NHL hockey in January. Um, Maybe the seven Canadian teams, if they play an only Canadian schedule because the border's not open up, maybe we have to have Edmonton's farm team, Bakersfield, end up in a place like Brantford. And I would target Ontario cities that currently do not have, or Ontario towns or cities that currently do not have 
OHL teams because I don't want to take away from the major junior uh, teams in those situations. For the record, the Winnipeg Jets, the Ottawa Senators, the Montreal Canadiens, and the Toronto Maple Leafs all have their AHL affiliates currently playing in Canada. You would go to Ontario because it would keep the cost down in a time in which costs would be prohibitive. Um, just a thought out there. I don't know if it's going to gain any traction or not, but uh, I'm going to be intrigued to see the sort of you got to be creative in these scenarios. 12:24 in Edmonton. Want to hit on two more things. Big uh, couple of weeks coming up over at the University of Alberta. Apparently on October 8th, they're going to make a decision on their winter sports season as to whether or not the league will even play because of the ongoing challenges with COVID. So we'll keep an eye on that. And uh, Brendan, I want to shout out to uh, your group over there. I know you do a lot of work with the Sherwood Park Crusaders. Kyle Chase uh, had me come out and uh, have a little bit of talk about uh Ah, just things like social media and uh, a little bit about culture. And that team has won, uh, just so the listeners are aware, the Sherwood Park Crusaders started up when I was actually living out in Fultondale in 1976. And the Crusaders always had significant challenges competing against some of the big boys. The St. Albert Saints were generally better throughout the 1980s. Um, Spruce Grove. Camrose, Camrose had a dominant run throughout the 2000s. Spruce Grove in the 2010s. Nobody's been better than Sherwood Park over the last couple of years. They have 70 games above 500 over the last two seasons. They probably were favorites to win the uh, renamed Centennial Cup, going back to the days of when I was a kid. And it was great uh, to see them. They got a good program out there, and you're a part of that. So uh, uh, I, I don't know when the AJHL is going to get started. Just like I don't know when the Canada West, if they do indeed start, but uh, are you excited uh, nonetheless for the prospects, knowing that the caliber of kids that they've brought into that program over the last couple of years, Brent? 100%, and, and I like to believe that the winning culture breeds more winning culture, so it could be on the precipice of, of a longer stretch of success out there in Sherwood Park, but you know, maybe my opinion's a little bit biased. It's been a lot of fun to be a part of that program and looking forward to the next couple of steps, too. All right, great stuff. 1225, we'll be back in one minute and get to NHL today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, you're listening to Oilers Now in Edmonton on 630 Chet. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. 1227 in Edmonton. This text comes in out of southern Alberta. Bob, I'm going to need you to start mentioning Calgary and southern Alberta when you talk about the Oilers' support. There's a blank ton of us uh, down there. Well, we, we love all of Alberta. And we know that, uh, you know what? 
there's place for all of us in Alberta, just like there's place uh, for everybody on the Oilers bandwagon as well. All right, let's uh, get to NHL today. It's brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. You've got face masks for everybody. Visit their online face mask shop by going to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Back in the 630 Chet Studios, here's Brendan Escott. Okay, it took double overtime in the second half of a back-to-back, but Corey Perry scored to extend the Stars' season and force tonight's Game 6. We will carry it live here on Game uh, <laughs> on 6.30. Chad, starting at 6 p.m. Uh, no Steven Stamkos there for Tampa. The Rangers, somewhat interestingly, dealing Mark Stahl and a 2021 second-round pick to the Detroit Red Wings for future considerations. Uh, Stahl's entire 13-year career had been spent in New York. This morning, it was the Golden Knights trading Brandon Peary to Chicago in exchange for Dylan Sikura. So those are uh, two guys that are kind of the tweeners, NHL uh, and AHL guys, um, one and the same, really. Uh, the Flyers then signing defenseman Robert Hag to a two-year extension, $1.6 million per season. Uh, 25-year-old, their second rounder in 2013. He had 13 points this year. And the team also announced the hiring of Chris Stewart as a player development coach less than a day after he announced his retirement. Finally, the Senators did officially buy Bobby Ryan out on Saturday. That clears about $3.7 million in cap space, and the 33-year-old is now a free agent. Here we have it. 1229 in Edmonton. We'll race off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. John Shannon when we come back in Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.